Let's talk about what to send your list in February. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster of katedoster.com. And thank you guys for all the DMs and the tags on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster. They make me so happy. I know Instagram is not, it's not a growth platform, let's be real. And it's really just a place you can sort of like hang out and show more behind the scenes of your life. And that's really what I'm committing to when it comes to Instagram in 2022. And so being able to hang out with you guys over there, seeing the things that you're working on, both business-wise and non-business-wise, has been so entertaining. And I've really been trying to challenge people that lead quote unquote normal lives to share more about that stuff because I don't know about you, I'm a little sick and tired of influencers like sharing all these trips that they're getting and the G-Wagons in the car. It's like, don't get me wrong, like all that stuff is cool. But like, I don't want any of that sort of stuff. Like mm, with COVID on the rides, like I'm not really down for traveling. And honestly, I could care less about what car I drive. I work from home. Like it doesn't matter, guys. So in my opinion, but like, you know, the stuff that I like to do as a normie and spend all my money, it's like I make a lot of money, but like I spend my money on like going to the gym and doing things with my kids that are at home and raspberries. And so I just want to show that this, you can still have an amazing lavish life but it doesn't have to be the one that everyone needs to keep shoving in your face. Like if that is just not you, then you don't need to be that. So really committed to sort of showing all those the alternative lifestyles, um, even though that is not the way that that phrase is supposed to be used. So without further ado, now that we're done, me talking about how much I heart you and guys for leaving reading and reviews. Definitely appreciate that over on Spotify, everyone. Hit those five stars after you listen to a couple of episodes. We are at our favorite recurring series, which is what to send your list in. Now, I've actually gotten a lot of questions on if we're going to keep doing these. And yeah, I like them. They're great. Uh, but I've had more than one person, my more than one, I mean a lot of people who have been sending me their great idea, which is Kate, like, why don't you do that? But then like, you know, sell the templates to go along with it. And I love that you guys are always trying to think of how to make money and how to make your life easier. So I'm not committing to that right now. I don't necessarily know if in Q1 if that's going to happen per se, but I do think that it is smart to sort of turn this series. We'll still have the ideas on here for free, but I do think that it's smarter. Maybe there's like, you know, an extra email or two. Um, there's some swipe files. There's more examples because what people really love about the email marketing fairy is they love the examples, you know, besides the fact of how much money they make and how many responses they get back from their people. Uh, KateDoster.com forward slash EMF. If you want on that, I'll put a link to the show notes. So I think... I think so. I think that, I think we might make it happen. Not quite sure when, but I will let y'all know. <laughs> I will let, and I will let you know when there's a wait list. Cause I was like, put me in the wait list for it. I will let you know when there's a wait list for it. All right. So let's talk about what to send your list in February. And the first one, you can't really use this as a subject line because it's too long, but it's the gist of this email. And that is how to make the most out of the shortest month. So there's only 28 days standard, you know, four weeks in a month. And we're going to tell people how to make this, you know, their most profitable, how to make it the most healthiest, how to make it the most organized. I think what could be really fun with this email is you're almost creating for them a free four week challenge, which technically, if you really wanted to, you could make this making the most out of your shortest month into what you're going to send your newsletter. So week one, you're going to send them an email with a task that they can do week two, week three, week four. And 
you know, you're done and settled. Granted, as people are coming in from your welcome series and your funnels, you'll definitely want to, you know, be able to give them links so they can read your prior emails or get any type of resources. But you can make this simple because I'm all about how can I make this easier myself this year. You could literally just make a challenge for them. Just write it in the email and be like, we're going to make the most out of the most. So this week, week one, you are going to post on your Instagram stories two weeks, uh, two times. On uh, week two, you are going to do two reels. I don't know. Week three, you are going to DM three people. And week four, you are, I don't know, going to host a live training. I mean, that's, that's kind of a big ass at live training. But you kind of get the idea. We don't need to overcomplicate this for people. It's just one thing that we want them to do all week. And you can even mention it in PSs of different emails. Like, you know, have you actually done this? What's going on? What are their goals for the shortest month? How are they going to make the most out of February? And I think what could be really great even for this email as well. Again, more ideas, right? You could say what you're doing to make the most of February. What are you focusing on? What are the three big goals that you're doing? Are you integrating any daily habits or weekly habits? Those sorts of things. I think that'd be a great one. The second email, and this one is time dependent. Technically, you could send this one second or third. You guys know you can send them technically whenever you want to, but this one is dependent on Valentine's Day, which is actually the Monday of the third week. So you might want to send this the week before. That way you don't have to send the email like, oh, you know how it was Valentine's Day on Monday? So I'd probably actually send this week too. So it's what your blank really wants for Valentine's Day. So, you know, it could be something what your kids want, what your husband want, what your bank account wants, what your blog wants, what your body wants. Like there's so many different things. What your sewing, I was going to say sewing needles and knitting needles, combining them here what your ukulele wants for Valentine's Day, what your creative spirit wants. Uh, you could do so much what your mindset wants. I think that you could, inner goddess, you could have so much fun with this particular email and really sort of bring it up. So maybe, you know, for someone's list is that they actually want to hear from you. They want more of your personality. So, you know, here's how to create a gif of yourself um, with like gif me or something. I forgot what it's called. Like you could do something definitely like that. And so explain rather than, you know, cards and candy. I mean, if you want to just go the generic Valentine's Day route, especially if you tend to help parents and you want like Valentine's Day crafts, and by all means, you can do that instead. But if not, like you can be the epitome of this. Like instead of, you know, getting, you know, paper cupids, uh, why don't you do this? Or what does your relationship actually want for Valentine's Day? The relationship with yourself. I think that you could really, really expand that email into so much more. I think that you could definitely put a sales pitch at the end of this one as well. If you have other pieces of content that can support them getting what their business really wants for Valentine's Day, I think this is a great, great opportunity for that as well. Again, I would definitely probably send this week too because Valentine's Day is going to be that Monday. And unless you normally send on Monday, I think it's just not, not going to work. Are you sending buckets of free value every single week to your email list, but nobody's opening? Or maybe you know that the key to writing emails that people want to feverishly refresh their inboxes for is the fact that you need to add your personality, but you are so boring. Even white bread is like mm, too dull for me there, son. Then you want to make sure that you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash free training. When you do, you'll be able to sign up for my on-demand free training, the cookie method, how to write emails so good they lick their screen, where you're going to learn the single type of freebie that took one of the students of Love Your List to over 7,000 new subscribers in one year when it literally took her seven years to get her first 1,000. You're also, of course, going to learn how to write those emails 
emails oozing with personality, even if you've got none. And the single greatest copywriting technique that has generated myself and my students well over $2 million worth of product sales. And it does nothing to do with timers or even adding testimonials. And spoiler alert, they've actually used this to generate thousands of dollars when they didn't have a product themselves. So head on over to katedosser.com forward slash free training now, or go ahead and click the link below. The next one that I have, which can be sent on week two or three, technically, honestly, all the weeks is a two-parter. So you could choose your own adventure. If you have something that you sell that is just your own, then I want you to share some type of shout out, some type of client success story. I feel like we haven't done that in a while. A screenshot, someone even just saying that if you have nothing to sell, someone just saying that your latest podcast episode was amazing, which thank you guys for those DMs. I really appreciate them. Uh, keep them coming. <laughs> My words of affirmation kind of a girl. So that is something that you can share. So I want you to get used to just showing off that you are showing up, if that makes sense. I think that a lot of people are like, oh, that's like bragging or like, okay, but like this person got it. And like, I think that people get being humble wrong. <laughs> I know that that's going to sound odd, but like the definition of humble is like having like a lowly opinion of yourself or like not thinking a lot of you, like that's not good. I think that you can have a lot of confidence in what you do and what you bring to the table. You can be proud of your accomplishments and you can be proud of what people do. Take a freaking compliment is what we're getting at here and tell people about the compliments that you get. Okay. We are not doing it from the vein of I'm making everyone else feel bad. And like, I'm so stuck up and like, you'll never be as good as me. I think that that's what people are confusing with being humble. I'm like, oh, well, like I'm humble. It's like, no, it's not humble. I worked fucking hard. I worked freaking hard for this. Like I am celebrating my victories. I'm celebrating their victories. Like, ew. That's what I think of being humble. Even though I know, you guys know that my mission is nice people are finishing first this year. We are no longer finishing last. I think, again, confusing, not making others feel bad with making yourself like actually being proud of what you do. Like you're not showing off. You are not showing off. And honestly, if you're thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, I think I'm showing off and being too braggy. You're not. Because people who honestly are that stuck up, people who are that braggadocious, they don't care. And it's not a second thought in their head. So you are good. So share off somebody talking about how great you are, how great your piece of content is, uh, a result that a student got, share some results. The other aspect of that, if you're saying that you've got none, but I highly doubt it, highly doubt it. I want you to share a little known feature or hack or something about some type of affiliate product that you are a part of. So something that you don't know about stitch fix. Um, the one thing that's helped me do this with ConvertKit. Um, this, this, and this. So I want you to pick something that you can get affiliate income from, but you want to say something that not everyone necessarily hears about. So say like if I was part of Hello Scribe, uh, they do transcription services. Maybe I could talk about how I actually get traffic from Hello Scribe because I record my podcast episodes in there and then I can easily have them translatable and like this, this, and this. Okay. Or in Hello Scribe, again, I'm not an affiliate for them. You can put in words that you commonly say in the spelling so that way the AI learns you better. So you could talk about that. Again, you can talk about a lot of things. So honestly, if you want to use one of these emails for March, go right ahead. If you've got both client success or just plain old shout outs about how cool you are and then you want to share a little known feature, go right ahead. And the last suggestion that I have for you guys for what to send your list in February is the only habit you need to stick with. So let's be real. Usually by the mm, 
second or third week of January, everyone's given up on your New Year's resolutions. I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of the general population has given up or they feel bad or they've skipped it because they set unrealistic expectations like I'm going to do something every single day and then they miss a day and then so they just say screw it and they don't do it. So I want you in this email to share one habit that maybe you have decided to incorporate or you think that other people should to get success with what you teach about there. So what could actually be really nice is say on your first email of February, when you're talking about how to make the most out of your short month, maybe you're going to talk about how you are going to incorporate 30 minute walks on the treadmill. So then essentially your email, which is the fourth one, you're going to report back on if that habit is definitely something to stick with or which got you thinking about how other small changes can really go and how if people are looking to incorporate the small but powerful daily tasks in their business, it's blank. So you can really make those correlations. We're not telling everyone that they have to do what we're going to try to do in February. But again, the only habit they need to stick to, maybe, you know, in order for people to get success with their kids, they need to say like a certain phrase, or they just need to ask their kids, not how was your day at school, right? But instead it's going to be like, what was the most fun thing that you learned about? How were you challenged today? So maybe the habit is asking the kid a better question when they come in to sort of bring up that dialogue and you'd explain the reason why, okay? That's what we're talking about. Just one habit, one thing, if they are gonna do nothing else, because we know when you're trying to change things, if you're trying to change everything, it's gonna fall apart. Work on one thing at a time. What's a one habit? If you could get them into weekly, I know daily sometimes seems like a bit much for people because again, like I said, a lot of people have an all or nothing attitude, which I think we're actually gonna have a podcast about ditching the all or nothing attitude because I have to say, Doing the brave thing and ditching the all or nothing attitude have been the two biggest keys to my success. 110 million percent. And you guys have asked me to share my backstory on how I started my business. So maybe we'll share one of those in a besties chat in the upcoming months. So make sure you hit subscribe for that. So let's just go ahead and recap real quick about what to send your list in February. We've got how to make the most out of the shortest month. Again, you're going to need a tidier subject line than that. What your blank really wants for Valentine's Day. A little known feature or hack. Or did you know sticks fixed did this type of scenario? Or I want you to share some type of shout out that you've gotten recently, some type of client success that you've gotten recently, a testimonial, something. And then obviously have your call to action be for people to buy or listen or leave a review, whatever it needs to be. And then we have our option of the one habit that I really want you to stick too. So that is just some of a couple of ideas about what you can send your email list in February. Again, you can add pitches to technically all of these. You can add pieces of content to all of these. I just don't want you thinking, oh my goodness, like I can't do this because I haven't done that. I haven't done that. No, what's so great about the emails. Honestly, you can sit down in 20 minutes. It is completely done, completely done. There is no, oh, I need to do this and this and then that and then that to send this. No, 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 no. You don't. It is way easier to write an email than it is, in my personal opinion, to write a blog post, like 100% it is. And honestly, if in your head you just have such a mental block around writing emails, think of it as writing an Instagram caption because Instagram captions and emails work really good interchangeably, just so you know. And that is it for me, guys. If you have not already listened to how to write emails so good, they like the screen-free training. Uh, what are you waiting for? Because we need 2022 to be your year and the most powerful skill that you can have, the one that is going to be the most profitable, the one that is going to move people into taking actions, which is going to make people's lives better, is being able to write words that inspire action and then having the nerve yourself to actually post it. 
And that is what how to write emails so good. They lick the screen. Free training is going to do for you. KateDoster.com forward slash free hyphen training. It'll be a link in the show notes and I will see y'all next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.